Hey guys, welcome back to Tell Me Everything with Lance episode 4. Today guys, I have an amazing guest coming on the show. As we continue to follow the theme of vulnerability, today's guest is someone who has taken the reins on her own life to follow her passion. She was once in the corporate world before before deciding to go back to school and come back to the Middle East to practice photography as a freelancer. Today, we understand the process of a creative mind, how she got here, and the challenges she's overcome. Please welcome a dear, close friend of mine, Michelle. Oh, and also, by the way, guys, she took all the photos for Tell Me Everything, so she's literally <laughs> so good. Just stare at my photos, everyone. That's what I wanted to do, too. Okay, so welcome to the show, girl. Hello. Okay, no one can see me, but I'm literally blushing. What Why is this blushing? I'm like, girl, it's not our first date. What is this introduction, <laughs> dude? Was it a good introduction? Yeah, it was a great one. <laughs> okay, guys, she like let her hair down now. She's getting comfortable in her seat. She's like, we're about to get into some shit. <laughs> We really go. are about to get yeah, We're about to get into Let's some shit. Let's freaking go. So, girl, first of all, welcome to Tell Me Everything with Lance. And thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank you for being here, girl. <laughs> Guys, it's so funny because we talk every single day. So, like, having her in a professional context. I know. I feel like it's weird. Like, it's so weird, but we're going to get into it. So, for people who do not know you, blank slate, what is your background? Okay. What do you do for your living? for a living? And... I obviously want to get into the photography, but how did you really find your passion in life? Because photography is your passion, and we want to discuss that more, but kind of tell us your background and how you got here. Sure. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm, like, this is the first day of class. I, it like, really is, girl. And so I'm like, introduce. <laughs> what is your favorite color? <laughs> so, my name Animal is Michelle. <laughs> my name is Michelle. I'm a uh, photographer, artist, video artist. I guess, like, the medium that I'm working with right now is, like, in flux. Um, so I'll use the term artist yeah. loosely. Um, I'm Bahraini. I moved to Dubai in 2016. Um, you mentioned briefly I was working very different field, and after a couple of years of working, I realized I wanted to like go for my side hustle that I was doing, which was photography um and so that was so sorry that was your side hustle so like you were in the corporate world you were working yeah so you're so like it was like a a side passion that you're like oh yeah I'm gonna do this on the side I like it yeah I I mean you asked me this earlier and like I don't think there was a definitive moment where I was like oh wait photography is is my jam like that's what I'm going to do in my life yeah um when I was in college I mean no not even in college like when I was in middle school I was like that person who had the camera like your little Kodak yeah I had like (laughs) like some lame ass camera that I would take around everywhere like be sending people photos like the next week like that was always me um making the Facebook albums making the Facebook albums what a time yes what a time um so that kind of was like a part of like my whatever history interests um, when I was in college, I was just around a lot of creative people. Like, mm. a lot of my friends were, like, writers or photographers or filmmakers. Like, they were just cool, creative people. I was a little bit intimidated by them. So I didn't really get into, like, picking up my own camera and, like, you know, making it my thing yet. Um, when I got to um, Dubai, I started... Um, well, I got a film camera... And I started to just like snap photos of my friends and they really liked them. And I kept like taking more photos of my friends and 
kind of like I don't know. It's just like a tumbling. Was into it like on this... your iPhone or like your phone? You were taking photos, or you like literally like you had like one oh, of those no. like it was the whole thing that got me into photography again was the film pro like the film photography process and the fact that like you put in a roll and you use this like contraption whatever and yeah you, you can't see the photos that you're it's there's like a level of like mystery and like suspense and like excitement like to this day like the most like the scariest thing to me is when I send in my rolls to go get processed and like the waiting really? time like this morning I went to DHL to send like a bunch of rolls that I had yeah um and like that process of like waiting from the moment of sending the rolls in to receiving them is crazy. I mean, the second I get the alert on my laptop or like my iPhone that like I've received like my rolls back from the film developing studio, like you should see the dumbass like smile that's on my face. I'm like a child. Really? Like, like getting a toy. It's Christmas. like getting a toy. It's like such a genuine love for something. That it's like there's no other way to describe it like this is what I love to do so was it kind of like a slow of like slow like roll of like you're in college you're whatever you're in middle school you have those photos and then you're in college and you're taking photos of your friends you get to Dubai you graduate you get to Dubai and then you're working have yeah. a full-time job and then you're still kind of doing the whole photo yeah I was still doing it on the side I mean I kind of was inspired by the people that were here wanted to take their photo like okay um i don't know it was very organic kind of progression into how i like where i am now when i finally decided that the side hustle needed to be my main hustle um it was scary yeah um because obviously like there's a security that a corporate job can offer you and there's like a clear path like with a freelance life, like you're not exactly sure what's happening on a like day by day basis. Like, Absolutely, I'll get a gig like same day. We'll need to like, like get go. my shit and go. Um, so, but I kind of like that. I mean, there's I am still the type of person that likes to establish like somewhat of a routine. So, my challenge being a freelancer was more trying to establish like um, a clear like day by like day consistent yeah like a way to like n like know that I'm working day in and day out and like like having a clear routine basically like yeah I explain it in a different way like on Sundays I'll take my meetings on on Mondays I'll shoot whatever it yeah whatever yeah. it may be like having a clear like schedule is like really important to me for me too yeah I, I find that I'm like a little OCD with my schedule yeah yeah me too like if I don't like work out the same time in the morning and then like go to work and then come back and then do my podcast like I have to have routine so I yeah. think as a freelancer though you're kind of challenged yeah. in that way yeah. right like yeah. you kind of have to but establish the structure yourself yeah exactly establishing the structure yourself and also knowing when to have downtime um because you can just keep going yeah. right you can just say yes to every project um, but that's not going to sustain you in the long term in terms of like your energy is going to be depleted. And like this year specifically, like last year and this year, the most important thing has been having the balance between work and like downtime and like knowing that like the downtime is literally as important as like being on the hustle and on the go. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And on the go. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I think, like, when I look at your photos and I look at, like, what you capture and, like, you really capture, like, 
the essence of someone's beauty or the essence of like a place. And I know like you, you did a project um, entirely where you took your, took your, I think it was your father or grandfather's archives mm. in Bahrain and like redeveloped them yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean, that ties into like emotional vulnerability. How do you feel like the general art space or photography specifically mm. has given you a platform to be vulnerable? Like, how do you feel like, was that a good question? She looked at me, she's like, damn. (laughs) I'm about to get my feelings. (laughs) I mean, okay, so you know me as a friend. So you you do know that, like, I I use my work as, like, a space to, like, kind of funnel out everything that I'm experiencing. Yeah. Um, So, especially, I mean, there's kind of two types of work that I do. There's, like, the more portrait session type work where it's really about the other person yeah. capturing the other person's like energy um and they're like it's really about them and yeah. me providing them a safe space in order to be vulnerable and taking the photograph that way um and then another like sort of work that I do is the one that's more reflective on my side and it's it's about me really unpack I mean okay let me backtrack I think the real real reason why I do the work that I do is because I'm honestly curious and confused as to why I think the things I do or why I act the way I do as like a product of like this culture clash in like the Khalij like I'm Bahraini but like I'm like my my experience has been a very Americanized experience. Like Yeah, you kind um, of battled with it. It's like third culture kid syndrome. I mean, yeah, it's a third culture kid syndrome, but also it's like, okay, but what does it mean to act out in a specific way? Or what, why do I have the value system that I do? And what are the stakes involved? Like, what does that mean for kids in the region? What does that mean for a woman occupying this space? Um, so... I mean, they're tough questions. They make me uncomfortable, which is why I want to face them and like a little bit sadistic in that sense. And so the artwork, I'm like, air, what are these? Air air quoting. I'm air quoting. Yeah, so I think being vulnerable in my work is the most important thing because I recognize that if I'm not making myself uncomfortable or putting myself in a position where I feel like I'm asking the tough questions, then what am I making? Like, why am I even doing this? Like, why does this hold value? Why is this occupying space? Yeah. Um, There's one thing to have aesthetic and stylistic photos, which I think are beautiful and important as well. Like editorial types? Yeah, editorial, but also there's, I mean, there's a language of the visual and then there's a language of like the narrative itself. Yeah. Like, um, what does it, what does the story mean? And it's really important for me to like ask tough questions because I don't understand a lot of what I inherited as like what I inherited in terms of value system or in terms of like what's in my mind or why I act the way I do or why I why like navigate the space the way that I do. I mean, I'm Bahraini, so I feel like I have this like very interesting um, like privilege to be occupying like a very local space at yeah. the same time I can occupy a non-local space here like it's it's I can be very I can be a chameleon here yeah which is like what does that mean for me as a person but also what does that mean for how I can tell the different stories that I see witness or that I can experience 
Um, so when you ask, so like say like someone comes to you and is like, hey, like I want portrait shots of me done. Yeah. Or, 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 or even you are like, okay, I have an idea. I have a project. I need kind of like assets. I need like people for it. Like how does the process go for you? to like location mm. how to style do you kind of have to like really understand their like personality mm. or do you really need to understand what their goal is at the end of it like yeah. or what your goal is do you go into yeah. a shoot and are like my goal is to show people's uh hair i don't know making yeah. this up okay. and then like you go into the shoot you're like okay i need this person you know like how what's your yeah. thought process through it all um a great question i think that there's a lot of missed opportunity sometimes when people are making content Interesting. Um, okay. I use the word content very loosely, but yeah. there are ways to embed narratives that are constructive and that can be like beneficial to the space. I, for example, about hair, right? Yeah. Um, there is many different narratives that you can take with hair, um, but how do you include that in, let's say, even if it was, if, even if it was an editorial shoot, like how can you embed something that actually holds value um and that can tell a story um a lot of times i think once you have a story storytelling that is so pure and true um there's really you can't really go wrong because you have a vision that's so tied yeah and that's kind of how i work when it comes to the artwork that i do is that i'm occupied like i am like the only thing that I can think about is this one question or this one scene that I see in my head and I like need to make it happen. And however it comes to me, like whether it's like a conversation I had that spurred the idea or whatever, a dream, like it doesn't matter. Like the story has to be nailed. There's a lot of planning involved mm. with the way that I work. Um, and I think that's what makes me really proud of the specific works that I come out with um so when you go through a shoot do you because now this is your profession so that you do for a living yeah do you in any shape or form find it therapeutic because I look at podcasting and yeah. this is my form of vulnerability therapy mm -hmm. and eventually what I want to do for the rest of my life mm -hmm. and so I look at podcasting as something that like I really find therapeutic when I bring on a guest and I get to have a conversation with them where they spill their guts out I yeah. spill mine yeah. do you find it and obviously it depends on the content right it depends yeah. on the content of the episode but do you find photography therapeutic in any way I mean that's so funny that you say that because you are so good at talking to me <laughs> like even before even before you started the whole podcasting thing I feel like you're able to like make people feel comfortable thank in a you space. Thank yeah you. which is which is which is such a strength um I think with photography I do feel like it's therapeutic because I don't know, there's an itch. Mm. Honestly, Lana, I'd like I don't even know where or how. It's just like I feel the need to do something and I feel like I go crazy if I don't do that thing. Um, and that's why I'm also saying right now, like I'm not really tying myself to a medium because, you know, one day I wake up and I wanna make whatever ceramic bowls and the next day I wanna like I wanna play in my work. I always wanna like in include this. And level push the boundaries. Yeah. Unless you're not going to grow. I mean, yeah, push the boundaries and also, like, not to take myself too seriously. Mm. Because once I think you take yourself too seriously, you stop really hearing yourself, like, why you want to do it in the first place or what's important or 
start to get you know like caught up and like okay like i should be doing this like no like okay take a step back like why why is this story important to tell why is that person important to have on your podcast like what does that mean to have this person right now to be a part of the conversation has there been a situation where you've kind of got lost or caught up in the I need to pr- I need to have a photo shoot this week because if I don't like what am I going to do with myself or because you are we were just discussing this guys like right before the podcast of like how we're both very go people like yeah. we're just like go 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 yeah. work play yep. friends whatever shopping but like so- <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck no. <laughs> but like are, have, has there been an in- instant where you're like needed to be like take a step back and be like whoa holy shit like I need to like take yeah. a pause yeah or because like we are both very like yeah. good people yeah and, and honestly it wasn't out. even myself like my body failed me at certain times like, yeah there are specific moments in my, my life where I was either like I was exhausting myself wasn't sleeping was working like to the bone basically like because there'll be days you wake up like at 6 a.m and fall asleep at like yeah midnight you're trying to do the most and i'm like you're wow like you're like you're going most. but like i'm also going so i can't say shit to you because i'm I know, doing the exact I know. same thing we're that like you really are. bad disasters really so like bad. when has a moment been like that you had to because i feel like i'll tell you this because a lot of people that i i i know kind of like work 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 play 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 and then like either faint so hashtag i did that at indochine or oh, collapse thanks. Or, like, do something because they've worked themselves to the bone. Has there been a situation where, like, that has happened? And what made you you press the pause button and be like, hey, girl, I need to, like, girl, as in yourself, I need to, like, get myself checked. Yeah, like, calm down. Yeah. Um, Yes, I mean, like I said, like, my body failed me. Like, there were certain times where I was getting so sick so often like I was like sick like like sick physically like like, physically sick like I'll call into the office I'm like I'm sick again and my boss would be like are you serious you were sick literally two weeks ago yeah Um, it's your body though giving out on you exactly and like you can trick your mind to push as far as you can but like after a certain point like your body will not take it um but I mean I do feel like the way that you practice at least for me the way I practice like self-love i was just gonna talk i know that that. was gonna be one of your questions i I was literally just gonna go into that right now but look at that flow i know seriously (laughs) i was literally just gonna say how does this how does this tie into self-love yeah i mean i feel like for me i the way i practice self-love is just taking care of my body so like eating well like working out resting resting sleep oh my god sleeping like you used to not sleep revolutionary sleep um yeah that like but also do you don't you feel like if you didn't go through the phase in your life of going like out all the time working like a crazy woman working out like a crazy woman you wouldn't have learned that lesson because i look back and i'm like i 2018 2019 i think the year was that like i kind of was on this like Work out 7 a.m., go to work, oh. come back, go to Maine for drinks, uh, go yeah. to sleep, do yeah. it again the next day. Like, yeah. And that was kind of me distracting myself from self, like from myself, kind of like covering it up, like trying to stay busy 24-7 and not having any alone time to myself. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like when you were on that track, that was kind of something that you weren't nourishing yourself love and you weren't nourishing yourself so that therefore you weren't loving you yeah. weren't loving to yourself i mean i am the type i'm the idiot that like only learns by doing me too um some people like my sister for example like 
is so good. She has always been so good about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and she like has like a two hour long morning routine or like is really good on about like journaling or whatever. Um, she has these little routines in her life that like she like ingrained into her day. Yeah. That like help center her. I unfortunately was the type of person who had to fuck up in order to like understand what Me my too. limits are. Me too. Um, but you know, we're, makes us wiser what's that saying um (laughs) i want to go back a little bit more into like the creative thing so like let's talk about the word creative in the middle east like we see a lot of people popping up doing the whole freelancing thing videography photography social media influencing let's see even Mm -hmm. that falls onto the creative how do you feel like creatives are progressing here and how do you feel like there's been an amplification of creative voices because now we have like soul dxb we have el circal avenue we have all these avenues and outlets for creatives to really kind of rise up and like show their creativity. How do you feel like it's progressed? Cause you've been here since 2016. You said. Yeah. How do you think that it's progressed and what do you think the future holds for, I guess the region in that field? Like, do you think we're taking creatives more yeah. seriously? Cause now it's like kind of like social media, Dude, I think just, has a huge impact on yeah. that. I mean, honestly, I feel like generally people are just fed up with being fed information or yeah. fed like stereotypes and we're just like you know what fuck this like this is not reflective of like my narrative or my experience yeah and we're taking like the narrative into our own hands and like we're gonna tell the stories it's not gonna be you big guy over there like telling us how to live or what like like i don't know just, just i'm thinking about like targeted yeah. ads for example like we're just done with it like we want to we want to have the space in order to do what we want make the work that we want to make and like share it with the people that can appreciate it yeah like um do you feel like it's very competitive here now since you first got here in 2016 till 2021 do you think there's a rise in competition with because for me as i work in social media and i have clients i am always every day looking at something that i can try and make our clients pages more unique even with the podcast i'm looking for stuff to make myself stand out from the others do you feel that way in the photography space i think that i mean it's really great that there are a lot of photographers that are coming up and like you know making work and whatever and it should never be that like you're literally fighting for that one space like of course like the fact that like do your work know that your work means something um, obviously competition is healthy, but like there needs to be more spaces for people like competition, but also like open up the conversation. Like, Absolutely. Have more freelancers in on your team. Like listen to someone that you wouldn't necessarily include in the conversation. Like you wouldn't know where the, that would take you in terms of innovation, in terms of like coming up with new storylines, like in terms of, you know, coming up with something cool and new and real, um just like making shit that matters <laughs> honestly yeah yeah no i agree because there's a lot of sh- like there's a lot of shit on content. my feed yeah like, content yeah and like i i mean i'm obviously on social but like it's an unhealthy I, I have relationship a also. have you ever considered yourself like because i look at you i'm like you're one of the influencers of the region in photography by the way this is such a like a thing yeah, that's like, popped what? in my brain <laughs> i know i didn't even put it in the outline but like have you ever considered yourself like no no i mean or content creator let's say okay forget influencer content creator i mean i approach my instagram like i I mean i mean 
kind of in two ways it functions like my whatsapp sometimes like in the way of like connecting with people and then to me it's kind of like my tumblr page <laughs> like yeah that's how i see it um has social media had a negative impact on you in any way at 100%. any time in your life i mean i i did the whole like limit like one hour a day for yeah your, on, yeah, for yeah, yeah, Instagram. yeah i've done that too yeah i think i mean it's great to kind of like turn off and i did this a lot during like the deep i mean i hope this is like quarantine was like the past and not like we're inshallah yeah <laughs> no i think it's, i mean it's that, i mean to say like i hope was. that when this airs this is like the end yeah. rather than the continued middle but yeah. like when we were deep in quarantine and like this was march 2020 and like we were like locked in our homes whatever um i didn't want to see anything online like i didn't want to see shit um why though because of like FOMO or like no I just think that like you like being attached to like this like technological arm like it feels icky um I don't know I think like establishing a healthy relationship with your with your like whatever with your social media platforms is so important because I mean and undeniably it's important to have a platform to connect with other creatives like definitely i do get a lot of work through like instagram whatever so it's important for what i do but at the same time how much do i need to be on there is i don't know i'm still grappling with that because i have a huge issue with instagram and as in like personally like i spend i mean i i do work in social media i have the podcast to promote but I have had lots of points in my life, to make an account, where I probably didn't learn my lesson, yeah. where I have been on social media for extended amounts of time, wake up, check my phone, check yeah. social media, go to sleep, I'm still checking social media. Yeah. And I developed this really unhealthy relationship with social media that it reflected how I viewed my body. And this is, I know this is very different from creatives, but I'm saying it had a very negative effect of how I viewed my body. I'd look at girls, especially like the Jenners and Kendall Jenner and Kylie and look at that and be like, fuck, like I wish like my butt was tighter. I wish my stomach was, was, was tighter. So I had to unfollow. I unfollowed all these celebrities who I was like, first of all, it's unrealistic for me to look like that. Like that's first of all, I'm a six foot one, I'm five Mm -hmm. foot three. But secondly, just having this like mental, like image or like mental check of like looking and seeing like how I don't look made me hate myself and hate my body looked like and I kind of got over that with first of all unfollowing them but then kind of recentering myself like be thankful for the body I'm in and be thankful that I'm strong and athletic and I um, feed myself very well as as opposed to comparing myself with people online who just just post their bodies like it it's and it's nothing I post my body I post my body in bikinis all the time but it's not to say that that's the bad thing it's just what, what I was doing my, to myself was comparing myself yeah. to these people it's like this unhealthy conversation you have in your head yeah and that there's no good that's gonna come out of that like these are unrealistic standards as well like it is they are unrealistic standards but I think a lot of women and I think that like like yeah body I mean every body is beautiful like this it also comes down to like our like the western beauty standard versus like absolutely like how to like nuance like what beauty looks like um um 
Because at one point it was like, have big boobs. Now it's like, have big butts. Like, it's like, have a skinny waist. Have massive yeah. hips. It's like, exhausting. It's exhausting. It is We're so done. exhausting. We're over it. It's so exhausting. <laughs> but see, like, once you're, like, over it, you're like, this, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm going to treat myself well. I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to move, obviously. I'm not going to, like, fuck around. Like, um... And as long as that makes me happy and as long as I'm happy the way I look, like, um, yeah. So when you were in quarantine, you kind of were like took a step away I went, from yeah, the phone. I took a step away from my phone. I did a lot of like weird, like photography, video projects. Like it was kind of cool in that sense and that like I collect a lot of like shit <laughs> on yeah. my hard drive and I was like sifting through what I have and like working with what I have. I mean... I love working within parameters. So, um, does that mean structure? Yeah, like having like a confined space and being like, okay, this is the box. What can you put in the box? You know, as opposed to like, this is a wide span space. Like, do whatever you want. Yeah, I kind of, it's cool to have like structure and then break the structure. Um, So, I was working like kind of backwards in a sense of like I have all this content okay what can I do with it yeah um and you mentioned this a little bit earlier but I like came across my dad's like old photo albums and I started to like um basically like archive them like organize them like scan them I was really interested because the photo albums that I found was like him when he was like 26 27 which is like my age right now so like I'm looking at these photos that my dad took like with his friends or whatever and like trying to imagine like how time can like I don't know it's like uh, putting myself in his position like experiencing what he's been like what he's looking at like it's an interesting way to connect with someone in your life is like going through their their past because I definitely feel like when I mean of course whenever I look at my old photos or look at photos I you like think of the story behind the photo of like how it was like configured how it got together do you like what what is your hope when people look at your photos or like scan through your content look at your photography what is the hope that you have feel inspired feel driven motivated like what is your aspiration I guess honestly I think I would love to start a conversation I think that's if there's one thing I want someone to take away is like I want there to be a question mark and not a period like I love that yeah I want it to be a little bit jarring or a little bit unsettling or um and then like lean into it like why um so I haven't like uh, shared a lot of the video art that I do but I feel like with that I have more range in order to like you know juxtapose sound and Mm -hmm. and visuals and like that in itself is like storytelling in a different way definitely um photography is forever gonna be my baby but i think it's exciting to move into different mediums and and explore different yeah explore different mediums and Mm -hmm. kind of push your own personal boundaries which leads me to my next question Mm -hmm. what challenges have you faced professionally or personally that have contributed to your growth today as a person Mm -hmm. because i talk to you now and i know i've been friends with you for the last four years I talked to you four years ago till now, massive growth. You for sure the same thing for me. But this is only four years of the 26, yeah. 27 years we've been alive. So what has what challenges have you overcome that have contributed to your growth today? Okay, so I think that a major challenge for me is like staying true to my emotions and my work and like really listening to the inner voice or whatever it is that I want to make. 
um, not judging it and just, you know, leaning into it. Um, and that leaves me with making work that like resonates with me and like, like is truly like an act of like a product of love or product of like work that I truly believe in versus making stuff that is like whatever. And I don't want to ever make stuff that is whatever. Like I do want to make purpose. Yeah. Purpose, like living with intention, like making work with intention is so important. And so like the challenge really is like, how do I navigate like emotions, vulnerability and work in a way that is healthy and a way that I'm not overextending myself um, and not like putting myself because um, it can be a very like dark place to be in. You know what I mean? Like, okay like I feel sad or whatever and then I like use my work to process the sadness and then that kind of leaves me in this like loop of like okay well I'm making this work and like I have to stay in this place and can get a little bit toxic like um, having a healthy distance while being true to like why I want to make the things that I want to make what does vulnerability mean to you like being honest without judgment yeah killer killer definition dude like it's hard like to just you know like listen to your thoughts and like they can be negative sometimes yeah and you can be like okay that's fine that's a thought that came to my mind like it's cool um a lot of people i mean we struggle with confidence and like um imposter syndrome i'm like screaming this word like like a daily struggle I have is like like oh my god I'm such a poser like what is this like I'm an artist like what does this word even mean do artists actually have that like I mean I think or whatever or a, like? a lot of people I think that are like in the creative industry have like an identity crisis that's like, so interesting why why do you think that I mean I think just generally like it, the word has a lot of weight like artists like who am I to do myself an artist but like there is no other <laughs> term to describe what I do because um, I think there's also a connotation that comes with saying you're an artist yeah it's like a oh like Shaifa Halha or whatever yeah like, yeah yeah it's 100% yeah um, but you know like whatever but you make say that the less you unique. care about what people think yeah. the more you're just like happy living your life but also I think like yes you say you're an artist but at the end of the day you're making your own identity yeah. You're making your own uniqueness. You're making what your art is, is unique to you. Mm-hmm. It has no, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not unique to anyone else. You know what, Lana? Actually, something that's so similar about the both of us is that, I mean, you mentioned this earlier, but like work is like number one for us. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of my identity is based on what I do and what I'm saying with what I do. Um, and I mean, the same with you. 100%. Like, and like that's not necessarily the right way to live your life there's like several other there's no right or wrong like some people like the most important thing for them on the value system or whatever is like family or friends and like that's really really important to me too but what grounds myself and like who i am is what i do so yeah i i that really that really relates to me i was gonna oh yeah i wanted to ask this because for me when someone when i get I'm trying to get comfortable <laughs> here, like crossing my leg. <laughs> Something that I found with myself in social media is the validation factor. Mm. Do you think like instant gratification, the validation of like, I look cute. Um, 
but when I then then I compare it to with the podcast mm. when I get a lot of listens and like a lot of like I feel so like this helped me so much thank you for bringing on this guest this I related to this a lot that's validation but that's like selfless validation as opposed to selfish validation that's kind of how I look at it I feel mm. like when you get a like on Instagram not that you're being selfish but the like but at the same time you're getting the validation of like oh like I look good like I feel validated I feel good about myself but of course when people say like I love the podcast I really related to what you guys were saying I'm like yay I help someone do you think that there's a difference with art when someone says or photography when someone says I really like that how I look in that photo as opposed to I like that photo and I like how you captured uh, the entire scene. Do, is there a difference or is there not a difference? It's just something that actually popped into my head right now. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I think for me, like when you make something, I just put it out and I'm like, okay, enjoy. Like this yeah. is the reading of it. Like I'm way more lax about like, relax. Like I'm okay with like people having multiple experiences with work. It's like, it's like totally up to like their own interpretation and that doesn't really faze me but I do think that you touched upon like this idea of like what is that thing called the slot machine yes effect with Instagram like unhealthy these like mechanics are like made so that you feel like you need to refresh that you need to like throw in an like a whatever people complain about that algorithm all the time but like that you need to throw in a, a story every once and then to like increase engagement or whatever or like online presence yeah or yeah that so yeah I mean for me as like the work that I do I I would love it when I hear people's personal experiences with it especially the work that I've done about my grandmother I think resonated with a lot of um, people because it was this was like 2019 Mm. like end of the year um, I had this like video art piece that was showcased in like New York and Bahrain the same weekend. I remember super this. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think I was telling you like yeah. the readings of it was so different. Um, and I mean, obviously there was a language barrier in New York, but in Bahrain it was such a familiar voice, even though you couldn't see her. Um, that a lot of people later were like, I got really emotional listening to your grandmother's voice and like, wow, honestly that like that is just her amazing presence yeah. that like transpires even into the audible. But yeah, it's it's really lovely t- when people come up and be like, yeah, I like I related to I related to that or, or I didn't like honestly yeah. I'm I'm like one of those people like I don't take it too personally like if people are like oh like I don't understand why you did this I'm like yeah sure let's have a conversation about it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. So going off the whole freelancer subject, for listeners who actually are freelancers but are losing motivation to find work and search for projects, what is your advice to them? Mm, okay. So I think that a lot of times like you can be in your head and you feel paralyzed about making work um, and you feel like you need to make like you need to get the gig yeah. or you need to do the project. Like there is no the anything. Um, like I'm here to tell you that does not exist does not exist I think that like the more pressure I put on myself the more unable I was to make anything Mm. Um, so the more again I took myself less seriously and started like whatever it is like doing a like I don't know kitchen series with whatever yeah or still life with whatever's in my room like the more I started to play and like go back to this idea of being a kid and like just you know playing around with what I can do, um, 
the more I got the momentum because like it's a cycle like the more I worked the more satisfaction I got the more excited I am about making more work um the better I get at work <laughs> so it's like start small like honestly like pick someone you love for example like spend a day shoot some shots with them like it's all about also the experience yeah. like in building your portfolio I, I mean yeah building your portfolio but then also like on the other side like hustle like yeah. go out and ask people like you'd be surprised how many people will will respond to you and like will be open to like you know working and just just go for it just go for it guys just go for it so going off the let's go for it mm. as you look to the year ahead we're Ooh. in March what are your goals for 2021 personally and career-wise I am here to shake things up Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're just going to leave it with that? Yeah. I'm going to shake things up. Goodbye. Yeah. Actually, can we just end there? Like- I, mean, I mean, that was my last question anyways. Okay, guys. That is actually it. Michelle, can you do your plugins of where people can look you up, follow you, sure. website? Okay, cool. Um, she got so nervous. Yeah. She's like, am I in a TikTok now? <laughs> my name is Michelle. Can I do this super ASMR? Yeah, of course. Hi, <laughs> my name is Mashal. You can follow me at at film by Mashal. <laughs> okay, on Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> okay, well that is about it, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Rami, and wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, follow me on my personal account on Instagram at Lanzo and uh the instagram account for the podcast tell me everything underscore with lance i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see y'all next week bye have a good week guys